Wolfpack Nation. Thank you guys so much for attending our joining our latest episode here. Let's show an interview we've got here with a really special guest heading into this game against Texas Tech that I know everybody's excited about. We've got Williams here with The Nation podcast um, with for for Texas Tech fans and uh, the Red Raiders. I know everybody's really excited about this matchup, and we wanted to give fans the opportunity to hear directly from one of the main insider fans we have there at Texas Tech. So, Trevor, how are you, man? Welcome to the show. Doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. Glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you're with The Nation, and you were kind of telling us offline how you just recently had a name change. Uh, I think you were uh, Guns Up Nation, and now you've just rebranded to The Nation. Can you talk a little bit about how your podcast started, um, where it's at now, the the reason, you know, you don't have to get all the details of the name change, but just tell us about your podcast, man. Yeah. What got you interested? So uh, our creator's name is Michael. Uh, he started as a fan page um, some years back. Started on Facebook and grew to where it is today. I think on Twitter now we have like 30,000 followers. Um, so I joined a couple of years ago as a contributor, writing some articles, hopping on podcasts where I'm needed, things like that. And uh, it's been been cool it's been a fun ride it's fun to be a part of something that's growing really fast and feel like we've got a you know a good uh, market share of the texas tech fan base and community that's awesome so do you feel like it is do you guys focus on one um, sports more than the other do you how do you get your information out do you provide information on like recruiting and things like that what what do people look for if they were to go and find you at the nation so kind of all of the above, we don't particularly specialize in any sports. We do our best to provide coverage year round as much as possible. I would say Twitter is where we're most active um, with things. I mean, even the smaller sports like tennis and golf, you know, regularly providing updates on how those athletes are doing. But then obviously for the bigger sports, football, basketball, baseball, uh, women's basketball, softball, things like that, uh, regular articles, um, that we tweet those out as well. And then we have a network of podcasts. So some different podcasts that are part of uh, the nation group. Um, some of them, like we've got one this year that's doing tailgates only. So they're uh, broadcasting live from the tailgate scene, going around at different tailgates and uh, getting some cool, you know, fan interactions there. Um, so kind of all of the above, man. We don't specialize in anything. We just, anything Texas Tech related, we'll get into it. That's awesome. So do you guys, can we expect to have a Texas Tech tailgate live stream coming in from uh, Carter-Finley Stadium this uh, upcoming weekend? <laughs> That's a great question. I'll have to get with those guys and ask. But uh, I don't know if they're doing road games, but if they are, that that would be really cool. I, I've, all I've seen on Twitter this week is how excited the NC State fan base is to have a night game. I saw maybe somewhere as a blackout potentially. Uh, sounds like it's going to be a good time. Well, this team's definitely going to be wearing their black all their black jerseys. Uh, I don't think they asked the fans to wear all black or anything <laughs> like that, but it'll be uh, it'll be a fun game for sure. Yeah. So, but uh, Michael, you got anything for him? Yeah. No. Thanks for coming on. I, like like uh, Macon was saying, uh, if you do do an away game, this would be a good one to do. We uh, we take pride in our tailgating. We've got a, we've got a guy on, on Tuffy Talk, Greg. That he he he's very proud of his his tailgates and his tailgate menu every week. So, nice. um, yeah, definitely definitely would be a good one to to come to if you can't make it this year at some point. Yeah. So Trevor, let me ask you, man. So Texas Tech, a lot of I mean, NC State fans 
don't really have a lot of uh, basis with Texas Tech. The probably the closest connection they have is seeing Patrick Mahomes play on the NFL every <laughs> every Sunday and killing it. Really, I mean, he's doing. He's, he's one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best. Can you give state fans? Um, an inside, you know, or maybe a 30,000 view of what the Texas Tech program is like. Not even has to be just football. Um, it could be, but you can even branch it out to the athletic department as a whole. Yeah, so football specifically, you know, some of your older fans especially may remember the Mike Leach days where mm -hmm. Texas Tech was kind of at its heyday, at least in this century. Um, after that, there's been some some struggles. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is the bright spot there. Um, although you can look back at those records and see that uh, we kind of wasted his talent a little bit, as most of the fan base would tell you. Um, but as far as the athletics department as a whole, uh, I think there's a vibe within the community and within the fan base over the last five or six years. Uh, it's on an upward trajectory, and it's across you know all sports. There's a, a track and field national championship. Um, small mm -hmm. things like getting to the national championship in the basketball game. Men's basketball was huge. The baseball team is a regular in Omaha, uh, hosting super regionals and hosting regionals almost every year. Uh, I know you guys have a great baseball program as well. Um, I'm still sick for you guys at what happened a couple of years ago. Uh, Dude, don't even get us started, man. That was so yeah. bad. We got robbed so bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it seems like everything's on an upward trajectory. And the one thing that was lacking seemed to be the football program. And, um, you know, our athletic director, Kirby Hocutt, has a pretty strong track record of good hires. You know, in basketball, went from Chris Beard uh, to Mark yeah, Adams, yeah, coach. which both look, look yeah. like home run hires. On um, baseball, we've got Tim Tadlock, uh, you know, former Texas Tech shortstop that, um, like I mentioned, has led our, our baseball team to some very high – uh, highs and then with the football program was kind of lacking uh hired matt wells which didn't didn't pan out but here with the joey mcguire hire you know i'm sure your fan base and you guys aren't in the the texas tech uh twitter neck of the world um but man there's just a different there's a different juice to it this year and you know maybe you guys can relate because nc state seems to be you know obviously ranked at the top 15 right now you got some juice behind you but uh, it really feels like there's some energy in the fan base. There's some energy with the team. And as we've seen in the in the first two games, it seems like the product on the field is what Texas Tech has been hoping for and yearning for. Uh, and head coach Joey McGuire had an ESPN Plus series this offseason called The Brand. And one of his big things is really just establishing a brand for Texas Tech and something I think that we can all agree with. And it looks like through the first two games that they are – finally getting a brand established, you know, results to come. This is year one that, you know, obviously nobody's expecting a, a conference championship or anything like that this year, but establishing a brand and, you know, playing tough, hard-nosed football seems to be back in Lubbock. And so the fan base is really excited. Yeah. So when you say the brand there, so is that, is that, is that hard-nosed football? Is that the brand, the identity of this program that you see Joey McGuire wanting to bring, or is it a little bit more than that? That's a great question. I, I, you know, they have a saying called take three. They want three turnovers uh, from the defense every game. Um, you know, obviously okay. we, we have uh, Kitley who came from Western Kentucky uh, with Bailey Zappi last year, breaking all of those passing records. So on the offensive yeah, side, yeah, um, yeah. you know, it, it may not be hard nosed, you know, lining up in the high formation and, and running down your throat, <laughs> but um, 
you know, there's there's some aspects to to the team and, and the defense uh, that we haven't seen in some years in Lubbock. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, just from my, you know, um, brief knowledge of Texas Tech and, and the new hire, Joey McGuire, it seems like fans are excited, too, about what he brings in recruiting and that he's got good connections at the high school level in Texas, which, as everybody knows, the high school football in Texas is pretty much the best there is. Um, sure. So could, could you talk a little bit about uh, him from that angle? Yeah, so that's a great point, and it's something that, Seemed to be lacking under Matt Wells coming from Utah State. Didn't seem like he had the connections in Texas to uh, be able to flip these guys from the TCUs of the world that we're doing now. Um, you know, the UTs, the A&Ms, things like that, where we have an actual chance of getting these guys to come to Lubbock. Um, so, yeah, obviously with Joey McGuire, he was at Cedar Hill for, for many years, a few state championships, and then went to Baylor and was under Matt Rule and Dave Aranda there. I'm sure you well know. Um, but it seems that his connections are, I'm sorry, are laying the groundwork and the foundation um, for what's to come and establishing some of these relationships and, you know, forging the relationships with the high school coaches that he already has in place and, and getting the best athletes that he can to Texas Tech. Yeah. I think yeah. at, you at, mentioned at one, one point earlier in the, in the year, Texas Tech was had the number one recruiting class. Yeah. For 2023. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That's awesome. So you guys are really bringing a lot of that talent there. Obviously, Texas is really strong. And you mentioned that hard-nosed football coming. I know Dave Dorn, he's kind of had this brand here at NC State that he's he's established called um, Hard Tough Together. He's kind of got this HTT kind of thing. I mean, it's He had this really, really nice quote back in 2014 talking about NC State where he's – and I'm going to kind of read it. But he said, this is a blue-collar school. This is a work ethic, hands-in-the-dirt school. It's, it's an agricultural school. It's a textile school. It's an engineering school. Yeah. It's founded by tough people, and that's what this football team will be. And um, that's kind of embodied where state fans are. And when you say that, it kind of sounds similar to what state, what you know, Dave Dorn wants to do with his program that Joey McGuire wants to do with Texas Tech. Um, so with, in the first two games, how have you seen that play out with Texas Tech so far? I mean, I, I, we watched the – game against Houston, I, you know, kind of caught the end of that and watched the highlights back. That was an exciting game, I would say, for Texas Tech fans. Absolutely. And, and just to go back on one of your points for just a second, so that um, little saying that you said that, that NC State has, there is something similar that I forgot to mention with Texas Tech, uh, pump jack mentality. You may see the team <laughs> travels with a miniature pump jack. And uh, for any of your fans okay. that maybe aren't as familiar with the oil industry, uh, Lubbock out there in West Texas yep. is surrounded by lots of farmland and lots of oil. And so it's kind of similar blue collar vibe where they want, they want to represent the university and the surrounding areas the best they can. And so the pump jack mentality is, is simply um, a euphemism for the pump jacks. Um, they never stop. They never stop. They're going all night 24 yep. seven. Hmm. So it's kind of a, a similar thing where it's just, you know, a grinding team. Um, a team that doesn't give up, has an edge, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, perfect point there. It does sound like, you know, Texas Tech and NC State have some similarities in that regard at least. But uh, as far as the Houston game goes, yeah, that was it was a crazy thriller. It felt like at multiple points in the game, Texas Tech had lost. Uh, you know, there was some – I think there was – there were a few play calling decisions late in the fourth quarter and then in overtime as well. Uh, maybe a little puzzling. Um, 
you know, some, some things that didn't go our way exactly, but, um, man, like, like I said, put, put the nose of the grindstone and came through. It was a fourth and 20 in overtime. It was, you know, could have been the end of the game there. And I saw that play. That was yeah. a nice play. Donovan ended up scrambling, finding somebody coming up across the middle. You know, when obviously when the quarterback scrambles, anything can happen. And so, um, got lucky there, had a guy come open late and then, uh, you know, shout out to the defense in the second overtime for, for forcing a, a field goal from Houston that was like, allowed the offense to get a touchdown in there and get the win. Yeah. Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dressup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. Yeah, I, I just thought it, I thought it was really – I thought Texas Tech's shown some promise here this season. I know they're getting fringe top 25 you know, votes and those kind of things. And you mentioned where NC State fans feel this season. I mean, there, there, there seems you mentioned the extra. I think the word was juice there, mm-hmm. and I, I think State fans kind of rolling through last season. I think maybe this is just me, Michael. I kind of thought we were more excited sometimes in going in last season because that was like, wow, we're really seeing something special grow here, and then you saw it end abruptly. In a in a way, I don't think it should end in college football. With uh, we had the bowl game, we we're going to play against uh, UCLA, and the day of the game, UCLA just says peace. We're not playing the game, <laughs> yeah. and State couldn't find the game that they were probably favored. They were they were favored to beat yeah. UCLA. Um, it would have given them the tenth win in this season, which has only happened one other time in school history, wow. and. They feel like they got robbed, I think, for having a special season. So going into this season, you have so many players coming back that they're they're excited about it, but it's more like they're kind of ticked off, I yeah. think, that they didn't get to have that. And so when you say juice, I think you got a lot of senior leadership. Um, but you know, there is that there. I think it's more like we know we can do it. Yeah. Just go go do it. And um you know, with Joey McGuire being an, like a new coach, I'm curious. You mentioned you mentioned Kitley, high dynamic offense coming from Western Kentucky. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? I think everybody thinks about the air raid concept. I think at Texas Tech, do you see the same tendencies? How is it different now with McGuire? Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so there are some some similarities in the fact that. And especially with Donovan Smith, and we saw him last year. He came in. He was a backup last year as well. Ended up starting the back half of the season. Uh, did pretty well for us. Led us to victory in the bowl game against Mississippi State as, I think, almost two touchdown underdogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and Donovan likes to press downfield. And so you'll see him. He'll take some deep shots. There's some. We got some big receivers, Jaron Bradley, uh, Loic Fungi. We got some some big bodies that we can send down the field. And Donovan Smith will air it out. Um, but th- there's also been, you know, quite a bit of uh, run schemes and some play action schemes as well that, that, that they've in- established. The biggest issue so far has been uh, the offensive line. It was it was known coming into the season that that might be a weaker point with not a whole lot of depth. Um, so we've got some injury issues on the o- O-line and then 
um, just some younger inexperienced players as well. So that was a, uh, that was a tough part of the Houston game. Um, one of their defensive ends, I don't know if you saw him perish number zero. I think he had four and a half sacks, five sacks, maybe, uh, mm-hmm. just eating it up over there from, from the wow. blind side on the left, on the left side. So need to get that left tackle spot shirt up. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that going into such a big game like this, there will be some extra protection and maybe keeping a running back in to, to help chip off that. But no, we're definitely seeing, definitely seeing the Kitley style offense. I think we scored on like the second play from scrimmage in the first game. It was, it was a refreshing sight for everyone to see coming from the past few years of, uh, Matt Wells and David Yost and those just, they weren't as pleasing as Texas Tech fans were used to, especially coming from Mike Leach and coming from Cliff Kingsbury, you know, when we had Mahomes. And granted, you know, we may go six and six, but uh, in the six losses, likely to score 40 plus points. So, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, for the fan base, at least, at least it's an exciting game. And then, um, you know, under the Matt, Matt Wells regime, regime it was uh, a lot less voluminous in the scoring category. So yeah. uh, we're definitely right. seeing some changes early on here. That's cool. Yeah, I'm. I, I I've always been. I'm excited about that. I excited about that with uh, when it comes to the offense. Seeing the guys really take the shots downfield. Um, I like that. I saw that from Texas Tech. Um, I just think it's interesting in this in this uh, series. I guess. Or let me, let me phrase it this way: Going into this game, um, how do Texas Tech fans are they are they feeling? Are they confident? Are they nervous? Do they? Is it? optimistic, pessimistic. I mean, what are your thoughts about how they view this game? Because you, you got two nice wins, uh, particularly one over Houston, which you beat Murray State convincingly, 63-10. to 10. Um, How are you guys feeling about this? Because you mentioned, obviously, Houston. You thought there was a point you might have lost the game. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just curious where the fan base is right now emotionally. Megan, I'll be brutally honest with you. The fan base is overconfident. And like I said, <laughs> I think coming into the season, there was just a lot of – a lot of energy surrounding the program, and we're up to a 2-0 start. And so for much of the fan base, the sky's the limit right now. Um, yeah. You know, I, I do my best to, to stay level-headed and even-keeled when it comes to things like this. This is the first road game of the season under a new coaching staff where we're already mm-hmm. having O-line issues, and the point spread opened at like 7. I think it's already moved to 10 or 11 now. So I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you know, this is an easy game by any means, but the fan base is definitely very confident that we at least have the ability to beat NC State, which might yeah. be, you know, might be a good thing compared to years past where a game like this on the schedule and you may have some fans that aren't even tuning in because they can just chalk it up as an L. Um, mm-hmm. So I do think that, you know, the vibe and the energy within the program and in the fan base at least suggests that. You know, we think there's a fighting chance, which is nice. Um, but yeah, the, the yeah. fan base is very, very confident. I think I saw a poll today on Twitter from one of the uh, Texas Tech fan accounts polling, you know, who's going to win the game. And I want to say it was like 87% Texas Tech. Obviously, a, yeah. obviously a hey. highest game there. But yeah, that, that, that's – I mean, state fans have been there, done that, man, too. Yeah. And, they, and they very well could win this game. I – I, I know I was looking at the series, though, um, which history really means nothing in this regard. The series, I know te- NC State has uh, been leading in this series. They've played Texas Tech five previous times, and State has been four and one in the series. Um, this could be a totally different thing. Um, I just am curious because, I mean, Texas Tech has had a really 
a solid start, 2-0. A lot of teams aren't 2-0 right now, undefeated. So sure. um, getting that ranked win at home against Houston, I, I get that. Um, so I was just I was just curious. Um, but, yeah, I, I think going into this preview for the game and breaking down some of the players and those kind of things in this next episode, that's going to be really fun. But I, one question I have before we wrap up, man, how about those renovations coming to Texas oh, Tech? Yeah. <laughs> those those renderings look awesome. They do. Can you talk about that? Are the fans pumped? I guess I know they are. Yeah. So again, like I said earlier, as far as the trajectory of the athletics department as a whole, on that upward trajectory, it's also been accompanied with um, very very generous donors and mm-hmm. some some Texas Tech alum that are seeing that there is you know, this trajectory of getting to the top in these, in these major sports. And so they're, they're being very generous and throwing lots of money around into making the facilities as best as they can be. The, the basketball facility, not sure if y'all have seen that. Um, that's been up for a little over a year now, I believe. And all of the college basketball analysts that have been in there have said that if it's not the best in the country, it's, it's definitely up there. Mm. So wow. started, started there. Um, now with this this football renovation, it looks like it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be the only field with a stadium tunnel walkout from the stands, um, similar to like how the Dallas Cowboys Stadium is. I think there's maybe another huh. NFL oh. stadium. So just some cool yeah. little features like that that uh, make it you know not only state of the art but unique in its own ways as well. Um, but yeah, the the renderings they they look crazy good. Looks awesome. Yeah, they look really good. Yeah, I'm really excited for the, seeing what that looks like in real life. But, yeah. uh, man, um, I think this can wrap up our first episode here, previewing Texas Tech. I really appreciate the insight you're giving us on the programs and the department there at Texas Tech, uh, Trevor. Um, but to the NC State fans, I, I really appreciate you guys tuning in this episode. We're going to have a part two coming up here where we're going to really break down uh, Texas Tech offensively, defensively, where we see uh, – maybe areas that Texas Tech is going to could have success where Texas Tech may maybe feel like they have some weaknesses, uh, kind of already hinted at positives and negatives here a little bit, but should be a fun one. Uh, tune in. We really appreciate you guys finding this channel. Um, please be sure to like and subscribe. It really helps us out. Um, and before I go, actually, I would feel like I'd be doing bad service here. Trevor, where can state fans find you on Twitter or YouTube or anything like that? Yeah. So Twitter, the guns up nation page is just at guns up nation. Uh, and they, they can find all of my, my articles and stuff through the website there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks guys so much for in-state fans. And uh, as always, go pack guys. Oh.